December 8th, 2020, and we have Paul. What's that? <laughs> well, you caught me off guard. I wasn't sure oh, if I was uh, Is that your cue? Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> can we do it again? <laughs> Paul. <laughs> uh, we'll have to show you that later. No, oh, yeah. no, <laughs> no. So what I'm hearing Write is you're down. down with the sickness. Yes, yeah. it's just something oh, down with God. something. It's a horribly inappropriate video. Oh, and you oh don't, it's fantastic. And you it sounds inappropriate. Yeah. You can't yeah. unsee it. So I'm lobbying on your behalf to not be exposed to Thank it. Thank you. Hey, you laughed extremely hard. I did you, multiple you times. Blacked out. We could not get you to stop laughing. It was. We pretty, were laughing at your funny. laugh. Have you ever heard him with his? When he loses it, oh. it's over. It's funny as hell. <laughs> that was good. Again, it was a heavy night of drinking. Oh. Yeah. Jeff and uh, Senior Randy. See? Yeah. All right. Nice. Very French sounding. Well, oh. Hello, my name is Randy. Kind of like Speedy Gonzalez is what that sounded like. Oh, yeah. it? It's like a French mother, <laughs> Mexican father. It was a French mouse. <laughs> Hello, my name is Randy. Frenchican. Yeah. Thank you for coming tonight, man. You know, we're just going to have to start over. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's getting dumped, right? In the yeah. first five minutes. Okay. Restarting the podcast in three, two, one. Uh, Hi. Uh, it's September 8th. Are we rolling? Are we rolling? Okay. Yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling. All right. Okay. We are go. one minute in. <laughs> dumped the whole thing. It's such a silent movie. It's a silent podcast. I don't understand. Oh, my gosh. So, did you guys have a good Labor Day weekend? Uh, yeah, I did. Didn't do too much. Um, enjoyed some good uh, company with uh, friends and family over yeah. the weekend. Um, enjoyed some drinks, one or two. Bottles? Bottles, yes. Of, yeah. Of bourbon. Um, outside of that, um, not too much. It was a lazy because uh, both my boys are off. Well, actually, one of them came home. Uh, but, you know, it's a little bit different now that everyone's in school, right? You know, interesting you say that. So now that they are gone, you've got all this extracurricular opportunities to do extracurricular stuff. How, how do you I spend call your it, time? I call it nude time. Yeah. Nice. Is that what makes you happy? <laughs> Break it down to the naked. Is that yes. what makes you happy, walking around nude? Walking around <laughs> nude. No. Is, that a, is that a phrase? It's Break a it song. down to the it's naked? It's an empty nester song. <laughs> yeah. I coined it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Which, um, what was it? Break it down to the naked. It's like oh, Lord. It's like uh, it's like uh, SNL, right? When when what can Penub, right? But we sing the hits. There, there needs to be yeah. There needs to be a uh, empty nester. Empty nester version. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did. I did have some uh, extra time on Saturday, and I actually went out and, and washed my truck. Oh wow! Just yeah, I was impressed when you Hand rolled wash, up. Yeah. You rolled. You know, I was making. I was, in my, I didn't think I said it out loud. I didn't, did I? Yeah, you said you're a fool. You said I did just I? take it down the street and pay. No, I someone. did not say you're a fool. <laughs> I, I just said what I would do, which was not hand wash it. I don't know. I'm a huge. I'm, I'm lazy. I, I, I don't I, like the heat. If it weren't uh, a thousand degrees outside, I wouldn't it have wasn't a problem that bad, doing it. You know, because this weekend was nice. It wasn't that hot, was well, it? Well, Saturday it was still in humid. the ni- in the nineties, and it was humid. That's but right. uh, you're out there with water, right? I mean, I was drenched. You know, I had yeah. my uh, flip flops on, and I didn't care if I got wet. It was nice and cool, and uh, it was just me out there. Do you find it nostalgic? I do when I wash your car by hand. A little bit. A, a little bit. I know. I nostalgic. Do. Yeah, I mean, do you just think back of being a kid. I mean, your parents made you wash cars, or yeah, they didn't whatever. have whatever. I, I was just about to say, there's a lot of things that people don't 
like seemingly don't do anymore. They don't yeah. they don't do their own yard work. They don't wash their cars. They don't do their own oil changes. They right. don't like how how much of that stuff is like truly going away. Like, well, and I don't know about you guys, but once a year you pull the cars off the driveway into the grass under a tree to wax it. Oh God, I, I, never, oh, I never did that. No, yeah. I never did that. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. never did that. My, my dad never made us wash anything. I washed cars. cars oh. It was more playing the hose time than wash a car. But Good point. Uh, I have washed a car though, and I, I do, I do, I just, I would call it therapeutic. More, it's just because it makes me feel good driving yeah, sure. around a nice clean car. It does. I can't stand it. I walk around with anxiety. I walk. Around, I drive around with anxiety because it's cluttered inside, Trash. and it's just right. You know, and I've always, I'm kind of embarrassed. Oh, my God, imagine I'm about to pick somebody up. I was mortified the day I had to have a co-worker sit in my car. I was like, jeez. Do you have a, do you have a company car right, right now with your job? Uh, I, I picked up a rental. If I have to drive over uh, two hours, I, I pick up a rental. Oh, okay. And that's covered, yeah. And he yeah. leaves all the nutter butter crumbs <laughs> in that one. Everywhere. Right. Yeah. Now, that's another thing with, uh, well, whatever. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a nice perk. It oh, yeah. It no, allows no, no. me to... Um, it allows me to shop for cars because eventually I will have to get a new car. And um, I, I've the car I'm currently driving, I don't even know what that is. It was a Tucson or something. And wasn't real happy with it. Well, what you, what you rented to today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. It's got a symbol, Xeon or... Uh, it, Scion? It, but Tucson yeah. was the name of it on the back. Oh. It, it's a... That's a little SUV, right? Yeah. That's a mm. Hyundai, I think. Hyundai Tucson. Yeah. yeah, isn't it a Hyundai? Hyundai. I don't Hyundai. know. He called it a Tucson. Uh, from you know, the, on the back it says Tucson. You remember the old Yugos? Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember those things? Ugly, oh, those yeah. things were boxy, piece ugly of boxy dirt. car. But yeah. you could buy one for like two grand. Yeah, I know? mean that was for yeah. the people. At, you know, what the hell? I mean, if you're living in a, in a climate that's conducive to driving around something like that, where you're not dependent on climatizing your car, yeah, you can. Do yeah, they had them like up that. in uh, Cincinnati, and they would rust in about a year. Oh. Yeah. So. I'm, yeah, one, I'm one to talk. I had a Daihatsu charade. Like a Suntite. What was that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have, anybody, have you guys even heard of that? Daihatsu? No. Daihatsu? I heard of Daihatsu, not the charade. Daihatsu charade. I've heard of Datsun. Was the name of the car. And so it was a brand new car. My, mom, my parents bought me a brand new car. And it was a, it was a three-cylinder stick. Why don't you pull that up, Mr. Producer? Let's look at it. The Daihatsu charade. Ugly as hell. It got Three-speed? Uh, three cylinders, oh. five speed, <laughs> and it got, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a turd. And mine was my. Ah, oh, I think they're cute. No, they're not. Mine was the gray one, bottom, bottom row to the right. You know, it kind of reminds me yeah. of the old Chevette. Remember oh that thing? my god, I had a 1985 Chevette, two door. I used yeah. to tell all the chicks I drove a vet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, in movies, the extras are the ugly, worthless people. No, no offense, because of the stars. These are the extra cars in movies when there's car chases oh, and yeah. something's got to blow up. That's that car. That I've seen much. it a hundred times. It may have been my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, dro yeah. I drove a 1980 Chevrolet Citation. Pull that beast up. It was a six-cylinder uh, manual, and. It was a piece of junk. It was baby blue, real light blue, and the back mm. paint had all flaked off, and it was starting to rust. Perfect. And the ceiling liner, roof liner, had all fallen. So was this your? Oh uh, yeah. I so this that. was your first car? Yeah, because it was my parents' car, and then mm. when I turned sixteen, I got it right, and I was able to drive it. So it really wasn't my car. So it was my. It was the one I drove. But that's the first car you drove. Yes. 
All right. Chevrolet Citation. What about you, Rende? What was I the first car you ever drove? Ever drove or had of my own? No, yeah, no, that you drove. Is, that one right there, that second one. That's it. Oh, God, that's right hideous. there. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It was terrible. But, yeah, you know. A, I don't know. Tint the, wi- the, the windows. That's pick family up car. The wheels a little bit. That's, Get a little self woofer back there. <laughs> Blow out the hatchback part. Nice. What, what was your first prize? Well, you you were able to take out when you wanted to, whether it was yours or not. Your parents. Uh, it was an '84 Thunderbird. Nice. Yeah, and well, it was also was baby it? blue. It was my mom's. I didn't have my first car until I was 23, so I was a I was a mooch. Yeah, yeah, and same good for you. That was it. I was gonna say. When you said Thunderbird, you're like cool, but really, was it back in the mid '80s? Man, they had <laughs> a lot of balls. Yeah, they consumed a lot of gas too. Yeah. It it's cooler than the Citation look. or the Charade. Charade. <laughs> what about you, Sean? Um, well, as I was saying earlier, I had it, I, I drove an 85 Chevette, but my first car I owned was an Oldsmobile two-door Omega. And this car, uh, first of all, I need to preface this. I, I don't care about cars, mm. okay? So to me, I, don't, I just don't care. It gets me from point A, point B. I never had one of these things where I cared about what it looked like. I mean, I cared a little yeah. bit. I mean, I don't want to drive a jalopy, but at the same time, it doesn't. I, I'm not affected. I don't have to go fast. If people make fun of me. I, I don't care. I don't, that doesn't motivate me. Yeah, no, I got you. With but you that do being drive said, fast. Uh, I do. I do. I can. You know, strange enough, Jeff, I don't drive fast when I'm alone. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, when I drive by myself, I'm completely like an old fart. Oh, really? Going nice. from pulling the right lane. Um, yeah, I do. You know, yeah. I mean, when I'm driving with Jeff, I feel like I'm always in a rush. I don't know what the deal is. You got life to live. <laughs> yeah, well, we're usually yeah. on our way to, uh, oh, and, to and, get bourbon. Oh, Jeff oh made no, it exciting. We're usually on our way to an estate sale, and we're like, it's going to close <laughs> in f- at 4 o'clock. We got 20 minutes. Hurry up. And I'm fucking power sliding 180s, popping tires. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, that's what happened. Oh, my gosh. But I had a, I had a, uh, a I think it was an, I think it was an 81. I don't remember what year it was. It was an old. Well, that's not bad, though. If that's what that is, one. you could soup that, that up is, the old muscle car nice. look, right? Yeah, but it had, cool. it had the, it had that little thing in the back. You can't. I don't see it on any of those. Uh, Austin, put it like nineteen eighty five or nineteen eighty two. Like a spoiler. It, no, on the top of the back, it had a a plastic cover. Like a tonneau cover. Uh, on the on the hood, <laughs> it was on the hood. It's a hood, you know, what? not on the hood. I got busted on the top, very uh, top. Look at the, the seats. Look oh, at the, the, the roof. Seats. Yeah, the roof. That's that, that's There's a, one right there. It's kind of what it looked like right there, but oh, it wasn't so I nice. I see what you're saying. Well, anyways, the the seam. Uh, that separates the metal from the canvas or yep. whatever that vinyl was yes. had come off. Oh, no. And I never really knew this happened because I was driving. And then one day, I'm driving, and, I'm, and I see this, this kid next to me looking out his window, and he's like looking up over my car. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is that kid looking at? And so when I get out of the car, wherever <laughs> my destination is, I get out and look at the car, and I realize it's like a parachute. So it just <laughs> pops up whenever I step on the gas. I thought it was freaking hilarious. First transformer. Well, I'll tell you what, um, that, that's bad, but I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I get in high school, I was riding with uh, a friend. He had a 1970 Pinto, 1970-something Pinto. Oh, brutal. Piece of turd. And 
we were it was snowing it was in the winter time and uh where i grew up there was hills and we were i remember lots with turns and i remember it was snow that there was no street so you you kind of drove because you drove it a hundred thousand times so you knew where the street was and we were going down he was probably going 35 when he probably shouldn't have and all of a sudden his hood Slam straight up and it was like there were like three or four of us in the car and it was nighttime oh boy and like i said the snow and he jammed his brake on so the hood's like this and we're sliding down this hill um without and you can't see what the hell's going on sure. he had no control you couldn't see where you were going and not to mention it was snowing out so you couldn't see too too much, and it was it was scary. Were there cars on either side of the road? Were you like? No, luckily there was no one coming the other way. No, um, I meant like parked. No, no, this was a street that didn't have any any cars parked on it, and uh, luckily he finally came to a stop. He went out and slammed it down, and we kind of get going. But shortly thereafter, a car came up the other side. But that was a little scary because I Bad. think uh, you know you don't really think of that, and all of a sudden it pops up and. What would you do? Panic. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, holy shit. Yeah. You stick your head out the window, I guess. I mean, yeah. What else? What Roll else? Roll down the do? window and stick your head out. Well, he didn't have power windows, so it's like, crank right, 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 real right, fast. Right, yeah, that's another right. thing. You have to do. <laughs> Pray that a semi isn't coming in the other way. Yeah. Lane, no right? kidding. Yeah. So I remember every time I I see a Pinto or think of the Pinto, it always draws me to the the movie uh, Top uh, Secret. Where they got the guy Shakalabus, you know, and they they're in the the freaking Pinto, and <laughs> this big military car is coming, ding, ding, barely hits the Pinto in the back. That's what they were known for. They'd blow up. Yeah, that's right. It was being knocked for having a, an explosion problem. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> being knocked movie, for though, an man. explosion <laughs> problem. It's uh-huh. a recall, possible explosion at any moment. Yeah. yeah. I drove a 1976 Cougar. A Mercury Cougar was my First car that I drove. Wow. Eight cylinder beast. Wow. That was awesome. Huge. Oh, well, well, did you just say you drove a different car before? Well, my, that was that was the car my parents bought me later. Ah, but okay. the first car I ever drove was a 1976 Mercury Cougar. Look at that badass. Dang. That's long. That, You're not going to get hurt. It was in that like one. 22 feet long. It was. Good Lord. It strap was, a Gatling gun on that. Yeah, they don't make cars like that anymore. Yeah, that thing will go through a building. That probably weighs like six tons. That that's that's <laughs> one solid the, steel. <laughs> that's one of the family. <laughs> oh, and it had giddy up, right? So that's one of the family stories where I got a ticket. I I'm at out in front of the school. I'm at a four way stop, and I got a I got a ticket right leaving the the four way stop. The and excessive my, acceleration. Well, my my dad was like, "Where'd you get the ticket?" And there's like the little fire station like right down the street. And I was like, "Yeah, well, the pop was sitting at the fire station," and he goes. The fire station, like right next to the four, the, the four way stop. I go, yeah. I I got up, I got up to sixty five within like it's an eight cylinder car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. It she was like, it, it literally like just left. You know, oh, it's great. It was a great, great car. Did you get any tickets, Randy, when you were that age? Nope. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a rule follower. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. Get I, didn't either. I didn't. I got a couple. Um, one was. Uh, <laughs> Used to work at McDonald's. I closed. Ooh. I closed. That was my first job working at McDonald's, making three dollars and ten cents an hour, and uh, flipping burgers. And I would close on Friday nights and Saturday nights during school year. And I remember it would, it, like, we'd close at I can't remember midnight, 
and we'd stay until like three or four cleaning. Yeah. So it was ready for the next day. And at, you know, three or four o'clock, I remember one of the guys um, rode his bike. And I was like, just hold on to the side of my car. Oh, great idea. And because yep. uh, uh, he wasn't, we weren't going very far. I sure. was like, just, and it was late and small towns and whatnot. So we were going, I don't know, 25 or something like that. He was hanging on to the side. Also, no lights pop up. And uh, of course, I played stupid. I was like, oh, I didn't know anyone was there. <laughs> I didn't do that. But no, you know, it's. Oh my just, God, there's a bike next to my car. What's know, this guy doing? You, you know, you, I just, you know, it's. You both wear McDonald's outfits. You, know? you right. don't know this guy? No, officer. I have no idea who this guy is. But no, you know, he gets out and lectures me and all that good stuff, and he gives me a ticket. So I can't even remember what it was for. Yeah, what's it for? Yeah, I don't remember. Just being an idiot? A reckless yeah, driver. Probably. Right. And, uh, you know, it was a. Indecent exposure. I, had, I remember I had to go down to the. Uh, <laughs> the story gets deeper. The courthouse. Uh, He's got with, more to with tell. my mom. Oh. And uh, of course it was it was in the citation and uh, I had to go down to the courthouse in Cincinnati and and uh, go to the window and pay the ticket. How much what? was it? It was like 125 bucks oh, at the time. Good Back Lord. in that day, yeah, that's that like hell. a year's worth of wages for you. Yeah, I'm it nice. was. Yeah, I mean that is humongous. That humongous. is a crazy, crazy. Yeah. That's like school zone ticket. Yeah, that's what it was. It was it was about 125 bucks, and I remember. Wow. I had to pay all of it. So, dude, that must have hurt. Oh, it did. Make it at three, three bucks an hour. an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not good at math, but that's a bunch of hours. Yeah, yeah. that's at least three more hours. <laughs> at least that's another nine dollars. Yeah, I, I would have contested that tax. cost, man. That just seems. That was sixteen, so, seventeen. I was like, what the excessive. hell? It's, it's, and my mom was much. like, yeah, I'm making make an example. The, this is the, what happened? The time doesn't fit the crime, you know. And all you mm-hmm. want to do is help you a must guy have quit. too. Yeah. You're trying to get a guy home late at night. Yeah. Right. No good deed goes unpunished. No. I mean, no, there's a slop. Why, why didn't you just throw the bike in the trunk and give him a ride? Well, I thought about just yeah. gun, gunning it and trying to outrun him with the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then if he falls, they'll have to stop and help that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad plan. No, it's a right. ticket and a ticket. Should have gone murder. straight yeah. to plan B. <laughs> An evading arrest. So, yeah. no. But, you know, that that was it. And uh, uh, I think that's, and I got a ticket of, for speeding when I got down here, but I really haven't had any kind of uh, tickets outside of those. Yeah, that machine got me two tickets. Were you guys the, the ones that started Cougar. with the defund the police then, right back in the day? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you, you don't serve any purpose but give tickets. You know, you know, um, that, yeah, I, that's the way my oldest son is now. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, dude, chill. Like, they do way more than just write tickets. I get pissed when they write tickets, when it's not necessary. You're not causing any problems. You're not going that fast or being reckless. I get it. But, yeah, he's saying the same stuff I said when I was his yeah. age. Sure. Yeah. See, but I complied. I didn't. Uh, get, yeah, get I tased. stopped. Yeah, you know. get out of the car. Yes, sir. Yeah, yep. I remember one time, another time that Take we your were pants off. We, did, we, we didn't get. <laughs> we did, yeah, we didn't get a ticket, but uh, we were coming back from the club. So I was twenty one, twenty two before I moved down down here, and uh, my friend was driving, and uh, you know we had stopped drinking, and so we drove home. It was like two o'clock in the morning, and there was it was my friend was driving me in the front, and another guy in the back seat, another friend. And we come off the highway to go home. So we're taking like main interstate, Interstate 75, I think, that runs through Cincinnati. And we come off the exit ramp. And as soon as we do, a cop pulls us over. And we pull into a uh, car dealership parking lot. And as soon as we pull in there, I swear to God, 10 cop cars came out of nowhere and surrounded us. And lights blaring. 
they get out, and you know they had their their guns out. What they drew their guns and flashlights and all that stuff and questioning us and we we're like, what the hell? And they're like, get out of the car. I got out of the car and they were hands on the hood, frisking down, patting everything, and uh, uh, did the same to my my friend. And the guy in the back was throwing a fit. He was not complying. Oh, they're like, get out of the car. How stupid can you be? And he's like, no, no, no. And they got him out of the car, and they arrested his ass and threw him in jail for the night. And rightfully so. Yeah. You know? And he's a white guy, but he didn't comply. My Did he fr- get shot either? No. Well, no, he didn't. But uh, And it turns out that we were like, what What the hell was that all about? He's like, well, there was a, either a burglary or something with the car matching the one that you're in. Yeah. Oh man. So that's why all the cops showed up because we were in the same kind of car or whatever just happened. Yep. That's like my con- cousin Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> like you could, they were wrong guys in the same car. <laughs> it was a big ass utes. car like that. Well, it was yeah, three yeah. utes. You I had three utes. It's a great utes. movie. It's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. It was a big car like it wasn't this one, but it was a big humongous car like that. Which too. holds like six bodies in the trunk. So yeah. I mean there's a lot of <laughs> problems potentially. <laughs> Makes it convenient. Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 my fun with the with the police. But it, it goes to show, you know. Two of us complied. We got a, all right, you can go. And the other one got thrown in the back of the cop car and taken to jail. Did he get thumped at all? What does that mean? Well, you know, just a little rough to roughing up. No, well, they got him out of the car. Well, sometimes, uh, my experience, I mean, not personally, but I mean, there's been some folks that I I've didn't been see anything. That they've uh, just big dummies and. You know they they got they got thumped up. A little nightstick came out and just I don't, I don't you know, think so. I don't recall. Not a hard crack. Just a little reminder of hey, stop that because right. they were being just stupid. Oh God, He's I can go on and on. Man, there was uh, one particular. He never learned. He was, was a, a he when he was young. He was just a hard headed. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to say it the the best way, but he, and the cops used to mess with him. And when I say that, he was a repeat offender. So and they knew him. Yeah. It was the same beat, you know. The same cops were were out there. They're just kind of come on, man. He would try to fight the cops, and these oh guys God. were just—they're big dudes too. It's kind of like you know, and he was kind of sc- small and scrappy, so they would just like grab and wad him up in a little ball and be like, "Yeah, stop it!" And they would—he would, you know, put him on the grass. He would sit there handcuffed and look stupid for a while, you know. <laughs> and then they right. they just take him to jail and have him spend over the night. And it was just—it was just ridiculous. I never—I don't get it. I didn't, I didn't get it then. I don't get it now. But seeing that was kind of like a life lesson. I was like, well, I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. you know. And so sure. I, I don't understand the what it is for some of these folks that thinks it's okay to to resist. I, I don't get it. And the, to the level in which they are resisting. I mean, it's one thing to resist because you're under the influence of something. It's another thing to to get out of your vehicle, wrestle with several police officers, stupid. Stupid. and then go back to your car. And reach in like you're going to grab something, regardless what you're grabbing. Nobody knows what you're doing. And it's just like you see all these videos of how fast you have to respond when something like that happens. Right. Your life's at stake. The, anybody that's behind you, friends, family, neighbors, mm-hmm. your partner, oh, yeah. you know, there's just, it's just unlimited the things that could happen. Why would you want to put someone in a position like that? Right. It's just, God, man, just comply. What is the worst that's going to happen? I get it. You know, so along those lines, when we when we talk about onus on both sides of the equation, when you talk about the compliance side, I've tried to explain to a few people. So if you were in front of a huge dog that you know could hurt you, but you don't you don't know the mind of a dog, 
So how would you behave? You'd probably not do anything to scare it or mm. make it violent. Yeah, sure. Because you don't know the outcome. Right. So when you're in situations where people are trained to assess threat, they're also trained if only one of you go home, it's you. Right. Like, Please, officer, why Hello. would you ever introduce I don't know. an ingredient of risk that triggers that training is just... There's an onus there, like, you can't do that. I know. I agree. <laughs> I think uh, one of the key words you said is, is the training. Uh, I know the, the police officers go through extensive training. Uh, it's probably, you know, it's probably never ending. It's probably CE classes nonstop. Oh, yeah. You know, but it's just like, where, where, what else do you include? You know, they're talking about, what else do you include? In the well, they're, they're, they're trying to undo the, the chokeholds, right? Isn't that what they, a, some of the complaints that's are? Just, that's just, that's, that's nothing. I mean, well, no, but that's part of it, right? And they well, all, they're also trying to do away with the no-knock, well, uh, warrants. But, but a lot of this stuff is uh, de-escalation tactics, right? So don't let. I mean, when somebody's not being compliant, there's things that that officers can do to make that that person who's not be not being compliant to spiral out of control that leads to a dangerous situation to him getting shot. Well, how do you, how do, you do that when they're on the ground wrestling with you? Uh, well, so how that do you de-escalate that? Well, that was one of my questions that? on technology. Right. Where, where, why, what's deficient in the taser that's not allowing that to be the solution of choice? I, and I'm not saying that with an angle of right or wrong. I'm just saying there's, there's when a there's lot a of wrestle and, yeah, so is there it's something in the voltage? Amperage. Okay. Uh, so I mean, there's there's difference between amperage and voltage. Obviously, the the very nature of a stun gun is low amperage, high voltage. So what could they do? They could increase the amperage and lower the voltage, which would give them a stronger. If they've tried several times and it's ineffective, right? Then they maybe and they don't. Uh, right now, they don't offer that on stun guns because ah. it's it'll kill people under the wrong conditions. Well, the amps well, right? But, but yeah. I, I also think it's not it's not a it's not a proven thing, right? It shoots little little barbs. It shoots little barbs and if it and there's a delay in effectiveness. No, well, if, I, it doesn't, I, if it doesn't penetrate your skin. That's right. I think it can grab yeah. it can grab the shirt, a loose shirt, and it, it grabs the shirt and doesn't make contact with the skin. That's true, then but it doesn't some do people anything. just aren't susceptible that's of, true. That's of true the, too. the current that that's blasting through their body. So yeah. it just reacts or, you know, maybe it does attach to it, but for some reason that little section of your body, there's no continuity with other parts. It's just yeah. it's just weird. It's it's not a perfect science. So but it goes back to the same thing. What what can you do? See well that's a trillion dollar idea, it right? Is. There's the technology like the Vulcan grip that makes you fall asleep there you right. go. <laughs> or something because we if there was an intermittent reliable Mechanism that allowed you, you know, not to shoot someone to kill. To some to sort of, some sort of non-lethal, non-lethal. They've, awesome. got, they've uh, got this thing that will shoot out of a gun that wraps you, and like a bolo, a bolo, uh, kind of. I it's think they a, should use. It's like a three foot or four foot long thing, and when it hits you, it kind yeah. of and it's like, oh, I yeah. Can't move. They've they've had you those know? since. How the does that work in time? tight quarters? I'm thinking about like how much room it needs to wrap around a human. So I'm thinking about the guy who went to his car to get his knife and got shot in the back, right? That yeah, one, that, that, would, that, wouldn't that wouldn't work. Like close yeah. quarter confinement. Yeah, but it, it would have worked had they uh, done it as he was walking to the car. Yeah, they they had plenty of opportunities for one of the cops that was standing around. You know, one of them could have did it. Yep. done it at that time. But even at that, I, I, but how long does it last? I mean, is it one of those things where it wraps and then it, it relaxes in five seconds, yeah. ten seconds? I mean, right? it, I don't know. Is it, do you have like five seconds to, to tackle him? But they were already tackling him. 
You know, so know. it's just like, and if he's hopped up on some Mountain Dew. Well, that's the thing. If he's up on drugs, that's you know, that's why sometimes a taser doesn't work. I've got the answer. I think a blow dart and a blow gun. Like a <laughs> six-foot blow gun. That's where I was going. <laughs> no. Because you know that uh, zookeepers, right, when a, yeah. when an animal loose, a tranquilizer yeah, gun. Yeah. Why Why has that not been an option? I thought Thorazine about... is the perfect alternative, in my in my opinion. It, it knocks down 350-pound man. But, but How long? Oh, hours. No, but how long how does quickly it take does to it take work? effect? 15 seconds. Okay, that you can get off several rounds in yeah. 15 seconds. True, but if, you, if, if you're if you trying to stop the escalation and you can anticipate it yeah. and you can get a dart in there, pop, you got 15 seconds to talk them down and back away. Yeah. I'm you thinking know. I'm thinking somebody who's acting erratic with brandishing a knife but not lunging. They always say that. How many times have you seen a video where the guy's like, "Drop the knife, drop the knife." And they're yeah. standing there just kind of shaking it and they well, sh- and they shoot the dude. And they I'm already thinking, exercise thinking, something similar to that. It's kind of like when they do these fast speed chases. You know, these these police officers aren't tip, uh, they're not they don't train them in in high speed chases. It's one of those things they don't train them for. Right. So, yeah, they do to a certain point when they get the helicopter overhead. They pull back. Yeah, because, because let him go. Pe- we see where he's at. Because people get killed. I mean, nowadays with technology in the grid, you're probably gonna yeah. find him. But I'm like, with you, when they're when when a guy's wielding a knife, is yeah. a shot to the shin or ankle or is it somewhere you're trained to go that's non-fatal? But they're not, not the thing. Uh, but remember, is that not the thing. Their training is if you feel the need to draw the weapon, you shoot to kill. Yeah. So yeah, we've got modifications on both sides. I agree. We need training and. It's I just agree. hard, and you know, and you get so much pushback, especially right now in these times. Uh, it's just, well, so it's uh, unfortunate. But I, I don't know if I told you guys I wrote both Cornyn and Cruz, right? Did I tell you guys the story? I, I think you, is. I think you, yeah. But go ahead and. Uh, it might have been not on the air. It might start have been at one of the parties. Start from the beginning. Yeah. So, I mean, I took a Saturday and I spent an hour crafting this email to both of them yeah. that said one of the biggest tension points of this issue is the ambiguity of interpretation in real time moments between police and citizens. Yeah, for sure. So I said, why don't we come up with a protocol? And I I cited that stop, drop, and roll. Every kid from third grade on knows if you're on fire, what do you do? They were all taught this. Right. So if we had a protocol and it's either a three-point or five-point protocol that every time a, a Officer comes and approaches you. They said, "Hey, I'm I'm initiating the peace protocol. It's what I called it in my letter, but we'll come up branding later." Yeah, yeah. Sure. But I said, and and every citizen knew they had to do three things, and it was something we all agreed to. It was hands behind head, sit, kneel, whatever it is. Sure. I want to talk to you. The whole object there is to make the person who's armed, who's trained to shoot to kill, to feel that there's not a threatening situation to Absolutely. escalate it there. And it's binary then, and if everyone's got body armor, which we're all headed there, and uh, body cameras, excuse me, yeah, it'll all be videotaped. It would start to make this. First of all, you would hope the incident rate would go way down, right, of escalation. But second, when it does happen and it has to go to a jury or review or litigation or firings, people would be vindicated for whoever followed the rules. So, right. if a citizen did the three things. And a cop wanted to be a bad guy because there are some. Yeah, they'd be on them. And if he said do these things and you don't do these three things, yeah, they they're allowed to escalate to their choosing of their training. 
couldn't we accomplish based a on, lot based more on risk. clarity yeah. and um, av avoid a lot more incidents? It's just the only problem is, is kind of going back to what you said, Sean. It's like comply. Right. I, I would say of, of the shootings we've seen that have caused, you know, riots and protests and marches, over 90% of them are something that that person did that led to their demise. A decision they made to either not comply or brandish a knife or show a gun or something. Well, almost in every case. You got to ask yourself, why is it that they feel that they have that they can't? You know, they're fighting back and they're resisting for a reason. And it's because they don't feel they don't believe that they're going to be treated fairly. Correct. So this yep. goes back to some higher uh, education and the education needs to extend to their upbringing. Their parents need to believe it. Their parents need to uh, instill it in them. Yeah, and that's the a good schools, point. The schools need to support it. The schools need to say, hey, look, this is the way our government works. This is the way our our town police departments work. It, look, just like you said, when this happens, this is what you're supposed to do. And if you do this, you're not going to be hurt. I saw a YouTube video Boom. that was a, uh, it was a like black father. That was a black father explaining what he tells his kids. He tells his sons. And he, and he tells them that. He goes, do this, do this, and do not for a second, you know. Right. So, so I mean, there are. And you get to go home. There's smart fathers like that that are out there. Now, but it starts, it, it's victims of victims. Yeah, so, I, I mean, this is the, a tragedy because, Well, it you know, also goes back to what I said, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago when Andrew was here. 74% of the black families don't have a father. Well, I, I hate know. to throw stones at certain sides of the aisle, but, you know, these, these conditions for the way these family structures are set up, you know, for the mother to be single, it's an incentive for a black mom to be single. Because she's yes. going to get all these extra tax credits and all this extra, this help that the, the government is going to. I mean, that gravy train needs to end. That's, and that's people need to it. be responsible for what they got going on. And now, even when that's solved, one of the trickier things to solve is the battle between human biology. And there's some tough things that we have to mas master there. And it doesn't have to be that dangerous a conversation, but fight or flight, survival, a, hu a very human, well, any species, uh, survival instincts are, are there. Right. They're biological. And that creates complicated situations. Sure. And I'll give you an example. If I go out at night and I see a shadow walking towards me and I can discern it's 5 foot 11 and 105 pounds, I have a different anxiety than if I've assessed they're 6'5", 250. Sure. So and I don't know if... Their color, if they're male or female, they could be a Martian. That's right. a human reaction. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I've joked, it's risk assessment, I've, assessment. And I'm trying to help people not be so inflammatory with the wrong labels. So an example to me is if I'm out at a picnic and a fly lands on my leg, I react different than if a wasp lands on my leg. Right. That does not make me an insectist. <laughs> right. Well, because those horse flies can sting just as That's bad. That's a new term. Yeah, and I and I'm just saying that <laughs> if I if I walk if uh, I'm at a in a convention hall and they say hey your your meeting's in this room and I walk in and there's a hundred there's a hundred and fifty females I'm gonna have a different chemical reaction of nervousness in that moment than if that room is 150 men. Yeah, I get it. And and by the way, right. half of that. Half of that, when you see movies and media like 
they'll show people of different color walk by each other and they clench their purse or they get nervous and people think that there's a a racist tone of like superior honestly yep. it's a looking glass theory of i'm nervous do you like me and accept me and that's how we show our nervousness it's not a i'm better than you and so i think we've got like that would be great to teach in schools like yeah. the psychology of humanity and difference so that we weren't afraid of it and we're labeling yep. it wrong Should with be a part lot of, of health class yeah it, it, i think um I didn't get to college until there was really classes on sociology and deviant behavior or norms and mores and things that we evolve as we talk about potentially different commercials. We talk about what's acceptable in that period in our generation uh-huh. as humans. We could go a long way if we really attacked that yeah. because then people would understand and instead of reacting with hate or anger <laughs> that they're projecting something, they just understand that's normal biology on that. And, and I'll go another step where it's also stereotypes that are ingrained in our minds that represent threat as well. Well, and that's where when we go to the media, you want to talk, Jeff did, about entertainment. Think about how many of our perspectives are shaped by that. And yeah. my goodness, I mean, every movie, you don't see a bunch of guys like us looking like the gangsters in the movie. This so is, why would anyone think we're the gangsters in real life? Yep. So yeah. I would love to see a 100... Thousand movies, or the athlete, or the uh, the smart, the nerd. I mean, we we come up with these things. That's what I mean. Ted Bundy. So here's the example I I always like to give. There's a woman in a in an elevator, right? She's you know got her purse, right? And uh, pick pick a color: a white guy, a a Hispanic guy, Chinese guy, you know, black guy. Doesn't matter. They're wearing the white beater T-shirt. They got the any of those guys have a have shorts that are falling off their butt. They got their tatted up. Got earrings, nose rings, looking kind of shady, right? Any of those guys, doesn't matter what color they are, she's clutching her perch first, right? Take that same guy, put him in a suit. Sure. Put him in a suit, nice hair, briefcase, steps on the elevator. It, she's not thinking twice about it. Oh, we can blame what James Dean and uh, who's the dude from uh, Marlon Brando, Streetcar Named Desire, right? Stella right. and all that. I mean, wife beater's been around forever. So you're right. right. Those Those are all things that we ingrain yep. and we don't mean anything by that they're not mad at us etc but we've got to learn to evolve our intelligence to assess those things yeah and learn how to temper it and that's yeah. what i wish they would teach like your point i wish they would teach that in schools uh, imagine in a sociology class doing that that example right there look at that guy wearing that look at the same guy wearing that what comes to your mind what do you feel I think there's a there's a lot of missing elements in school right now. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of very important history that I know it's hard to shove everything into you know junior in high school. There's a lot. So I mean, I don't know who's making the decision on what classes we're going to put in there, what classes we're not. But as we have said many of times in um of these podcasts is that when students have the ability to take a half a day as a part of their senior semester, <laughs> they're going to do it. What the hell? What the hell is that all about? Yeah, we're no, back to I that. mean, when we went to school, it was, and look, this isn't because I went to school, you're going to do it. No, let's take advantage of the school system. This yeah. is, the school is there to provide education. Let's learn something. And to prepare you for your future. So I don't know why they, they choose and elect not to include these in, in personally. I think there's something. Some there's. I think that there's something going on. Whoever's making these oh, decisions. Oh, there's a conspiracy theory. You can say it. I, I think there's something going on. There I think is. that people are trying to dumb to, us down. To, 
I think they're they're damaging the fabric of our of our communities. So it's idiocracy. But the I, movie Idiocracy. They're yes. trying to dumb it's us down. Is, I just yes. think that they're they're thinning out and they're taking out parts of of history that the kids don't know. And they're absolutely ignorant of. You know, I I personally think if the black folks knew the truth about slavery from the beginning of time to now. They it, wouldn't it, be having the the attitude they'd have in terms of how m- many different types of people it affected. The entire and, world has been enslaved at one point, right? And it just so happens that the black folks were the last ones, right? But I guarantee it, before the black folks, from I should say, before the Africans hit our coasts, there were more white folks that were hitting the African coasts as slaves than there were hitting the, the the American coast. And that's a fact. More white people have been slaves than the black folks have. Period. Uh, interesting perspective. You know, the Middle East is, that's their whole thing. It was dominate, you know, the Ottoman Empire. I don't know the all the history of it, but that that was their whole thing. Dominate, kill, pillage. And right. enslave. And enslave. And they... They embraced, or they uh, they secured. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they <laughs> they the secured Barbary the Barbary pirates. That Barbary was one pirates. of the the things that they did, and this was interesting in the the late 1700s and the early 1800s is when um, uh, the Barbary pirates were taking our commerce and they were damaged it to the point where Thomas Jefferson was like, "Fuck you." And we sent, we, he created the U.S. Navy and sailed the USS Constitution and the, the Philadelphia uh, boat and came up here to, and went out there and whipped some ass. You know, the Barbary Pirates, all they did was pay in a toll. They would let you through. And they let you through. Then they would take all the people off the boat and they would load them on the, uh, the, north, uh, the coast of North Africa and they'd sell them as sex slaves. 90% of them sex slaves. Uh-huh. Cultivate the lands. Go get my water. Whack me off. Not necessarily in that order, <laughs> but that was basically wow. what was going on. It, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. Human nature is just disappointing. So it's just, you know, I mean, that, that's a picture, a fantastic picture right there he's pulled up. Those are Barbary Pirates, and that that was the the perception of what they were. And notice that those folks are white. Right. All right. Those guys are probably being drug off of uh, somewhere in the United Kingdom. Hell, the Barbary Pirates went all the way up into the Scandinavian area. Up to where Oslo's at, and the, the lower tip of right. uh, uh, you know Norway, Finland, uh, and uh, what's the other one? Sweden. Sweden. You know they went all the way up there, yeah. and they would just if it was on the coast, they hit it, and they didn't care. And they <laughs> that may be a cliche look, but it kind of envelops the whole summary of what they did. And I'd be I would be interested to find the cache of treasures. Yeah. Of where all that loot is. Buried. I, I thought you know, about that the other day. You need to get Nicolas Cage. He'll find it. Yeah. He knows the, all the clues. That and the Knights Templar. But my point by bringing that whole <laughs> thing up was that it, it's just, it's a lack of education. And I think that it, you hit it on the head. If, if we need, the kids need to be taught more. Yes. And if they know more, then, you know, the more you're informed about life, you can make better informed decisions on how you want to move forward. Yeah. And I think that some of these communities, that some of these, the black communities, they're just not. They, the teachers don't give a shit. You right. know, they go to school, they just pass. You know, they, they don't give a shit, just pass them. And that's just wrong. And I know it's got to start somewhere. And I know this generation's kind of fucked up. 
And I don't have the answers, and uh, but I could tell you I know the direction we need to go, and I think that someone smarter than me needs to start taking steps to to make that happen, so that you know when my grandkids or great grandkids and their great grandkids, they were all together. This is uh, you know the goal is to be towards kind of a utopia, even though. I don't want to say open borders and all that stuff, kumbaya, but you know what? It kind of is. We all want to kind of get together. I'm not saying have open borders. I'm not. I'm just saying Whoa, we Sean. need to get together and we need to be more happy with each other. You know, and it's just kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, what do you? Do, what does it take for you to be happy? You know, and these guys got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. I mean, we drink bourbon. I like playing video games. I mean, what do you do to be happy at the? Randy, what do you do? I like this. I like exchanging of ideas. Um, I mean, to me, life's a journey. You're never going to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. There's plenty to learn. There's plenty to learn from other people. Uh, when you have these conversations, you learn a little more about yourself. Sure. Um, I think I think people who get tired of self-discovery are, are some of the sadder people I, I know. Yeah. Um, I'll turn it into... I'll, I'll rephrase this into my drunk's version of this story, which is much more entertaining. <laughs> and I've told this to my kids and my wife and everyone, and it'll come out, and I'll just say, hey, I, I think I'm fucking awesome. They'll just like, ask you. They're like, they're, like, uh, yeah, sure. they're like, well, that's pretty arrogant. I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's logical. I think I'm amazing. And they're like, thank you, sir. I'm like, well, and we're why, enjoying some well, Mexican why, lager while you're talking. Thank here. you. Yeah, and and they'll say, "Well, why is that?" I said, "Well, let me give, let me break it down logically. Do you or do you not have to live with you the rest of your life?" Yeah. Yeah. Would you sure. want to live with someone you hate? <laughs> why, why wouldn't you love who you are or make you the version of yourself you can not only tolerate but love? Because you have to be with you the rest of your life. I mean, there's nothing more logical than that. So find your find your thing. That makes you like who you are, and that will help you. I, I think that's totally valid. I think that's what everybody should strive to do. I just think that there's lots of situations where the human brain does not allow them to do that. Well, there's, and now you're talking about a million by different shades. Do you mean the wife? A million, no, <laughs> a million different shades of mental illness, right? From extremely mild to extremely scary, right? Totally. But um, we, and I think you know, I think brains can be wired to be negative. Yes. And you've got to you've got to unwind that. And you know, so people look in the mirror and they they look away immediately because they're like, I can't, I, Wait, so I can't stand. They, they it's, there's so much more to it though. There's shame and there's decisions that were made that are you know that that they won't yep. ever let go of. Yeah. Uh, there's a guilt and shame and this and that and they and, and so and they, yeah. and they're not worth it anymore. And I mean, you know, it's this huge. There's also people, okay, what makes you happy? Us here, we probably have a lot of the similar things, but there's people out there that what makes you happy? I like killing people. Right? There's people out there like that. I like hurting well, things. This took a turn. I like yeah. I like uh, well there is, yeah, right? There, I, I mean there, there's people uh that's what makes them happy or satisfies them in whatever way, right? And um, there's the full we're, we're spectrum. Gonna, for the record, we're going to deter that 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 trait. So yeah. he's absolutely right. <laughs> that's there's not a, the way to show self-love. Yeah. Of our whole spectrum, we're going to have, as Paul said, a group that are mentally ill, that struggle, that have the capability to be happy, although their intent is to be. Sure. Then there's going to be a spectrum. Right. Group Everybody group wants to be happy. Not to be. Well, they're yeah. going to have like but, a little flowchart with pictures. But yeah. we can be more successful this is what in not to do. managing, helping, and treating those people the happier and stronger the vast majority are. And yeah. that's where I was talking to them Saturday night that if happiness is a skill, 
that's something else we ought to be teaching kids. Sure. Like, what are the yeah. skills you need to do to find that? And enough kids aren't reading. You talk about, they always talk about wealthy people and how much they read because that makes them more successful. But part of that comes from, you know, gosh, philosophy, like know thyself and find your purpose and all that. And I'm not trying to get too Zen, but yeah, like if you can't be happy with yourself to be positive, you can't impact others. And, and I'm not saying it has to be a kumbaya. A lot of people, it's win one little battle at a time, um, help others in a different way. And sure. we don't teach them any of these coping skills. Mm. We don't teach them financial skills. We don't no. teach them coping skills. You we know don't what? teach them societal skills. You know where that stuff historically comes from? I know where you're going. It comes from church. Nice. That's where, those, that's where those traits come from historically. Well, historically, it was never the church. The education system is not designed. I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but it's not designed to supplement the 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 quote spiritual part of you know. And I'm not talking about you know God and Jesus. I'm talking about the message of how to treat people and how to you know and how to feel about yourself. And because all those messages are in religion, right? And, and not just it's also not the just Boy Scouts, and not the Girl just Scouts. It, it is. It's, it's, like it's in a lot of places. But I'm saying. Like one of the same now. From the beginning, oh, yeah. it came Thanks from Lord. It came from well, religion. and I think if that were to evolve, so that's probably one of the problems we talk about. Um, advancing society, you you flirted with the open borders, but basically, if we could all figure it out yeah. and all exist together, sure. The problem is that not will, not that, to Hollywood, but that will never happen. No, every futuristic store, every well, futuristic movie of a utopia is this calm, evolved species. But what's in common? Buck some, Rogers. Some mono- yeah, they're always in space. monolithic uh, control. There's some big control mechanism, right? Yeah, and it's so like people the U.S. Yeah, 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 people, yeah. I think the reason they've turned away, f- they haven't evolved religion to not just be because it was decreed. Like, yeah. do this, be good to thy neighbor. We need well, to evolve that thing. message to a We're because never the anti-authority. Be we need to go back to a let's let's evolve that messaging. We still want the same outcome, yeah, but yeah, the yeah, dialogue yeah. of how we get there it's instead different. of reading it and singing it from someone who told me to do it, which we've already talked about anti-authority. Yeah. Right. Let's let's get there from a, you know, there are people doing like church under the bridge type stuff, you know, and and outreach. You know? But it does yeah, it sure. does bring a valid point. I mean, the if you can't learn in school, I mean, you you. The family has the the source of churches and church like places and more and more than just church. I mean, they, they honestly, say, your value system comes from your parents. Yeah. So they, I'd like to modify that though, real quick. I think we need to change the definition of family. Everyone listening might be identifying that as, as nuclear, nuclear, right? and in the prescribed husband, wife, sibling. Like it doesn't have to well, be hold that. On. To if be you don't successful. have a mother and a father, stop listening right now. You're out. <laughs> oh wait, maybe not. I should have gotten a vote on that first. Well, the, some well, identifies. You, well, you were uncles. probably conceived that way, but yes. Um, my no, mother I, identifies as an uncle now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt yeah. Jenny is now Aunt Jamie. <laughs> yep. Yep. And so that wow. that's going to be you know. Well, the reason I the reason I actually brought that up was not to champion diversity was more yeah. to prevent anyone listening to get discouraged and go, well, if I don't have a mother and a father, I'm, I'm already Yeah, hopeless. I totally get it. I yep. meant it as you could have an uncle, a grandfather. You could have three buddies from that you grew up with that are your conscience. Dude, your value it's system can your come from anybody right. who, yeah. who is a pivotal... That's all I meant. A pivotal, yeah. a pivotal person in your life. Yeah. There are people who don't have fa- uh, parents at all, and it's, it's, the, uh, it's the old dude on the corner. It's the right. community. Correct. You know, it takes a community to raise sure. a family, a child. Yep. You know, and, and, every, kind of, and, and the bottom mentor. line is, everybody yeah. makes a difference in that. Yep. 
Right. It's unfortunate though that you know there's just bad apples. There's bad mentors out there. There's there's just yeah. There's people that take well. There's a lot of people that don't have that right. So I you know I was watching a news story last night about these kids that uh, just got rescued from the sex trade down in Georgia. Sixty five kids, right? Yeah, amazing. And I can't remember who the interview was with. Oh, it was with that Nancy Grace. She's over the top. But anyway, she brought up some good points. Oh yeah, she is. And she's like, you know, I think uh, she was being interviewed by somebody, and the question was, you know, what 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 happens with these kids? And she's like, well, these kids, these the, the existence that they live is, they get captured, they get raped twenty times a day because they're pimped out, right. right? Right. And then they come back and they get beat up and thrown into a room with ten other kids, and it just repeats itself. And if those kids are ever, sa- ever saved, what condition are they going to be in? Right. You know, they they don't they don't know anything different. Right. So they're good. They're going to be. It's a disaster, right? And, and these kids, what are they going to be like in five, ten years when they're 15, 20 years old? Yeah. Anything to numb the pain, and that's a lot yeah. of bad vices. Yeah. So it's, that's an extreme experience, but everyone has a different experience. That's true. And, I mean, that's extreme, but there's a lot of extreme experiences out there that people go through. And uh, whereas mine, we didn't go to church growing up, but... And I don't remember my mom or dad ever sitting me down going, this is how you treat people. But it was by observance, right, of yeah. how my parents treated people. Absolutely. They didn't have to sit, sit down and tell me. They did it by example. And so a good. lot of families, they don't have that. So, you yeah. know, I'm waiting for somebody with the big brain and the means. You know, I think about Bill Gates and all of them. They're going to leave their fortunes. And I think about things like, so we've just identified there are tons of youth and troubled people that are early in their lives on this planet who don't have mentors. They don't have, right? And those people, if they're part of a single parent family, that person's working three jobs. There's no time. No time. Then we've got a baby boomer generation that's about to retire. And if you ask most of them why they're depressed, is no one visits them. No one cares what they have to say. No one thinks they're worth anything. Like, why can't you make a Bridges Move Forward foundation of mentors and seniors like, all this wisdom. Connect the dots, I right? I mean, like, these people would love to talk to people and help them. These people are craving being helped by somebody like, I bet for our kids someday, you know, I'd love for them to say, it's different when I come in and you're juggling three things, Dad, and you're half listening to me, and it's rushed, and I'm trying to talk to you, versus walking into a senior citizen or a baby boomer who's retired has nothing but time. It makes you feel, sit down. Have some yeah. lemonade. Talk to me. Yeah. Like, kind of creepy almost, you know? <laughs> yeah, you could go there. But you know, it's um, not very attractive. I, I think I think there are a lot of I think there are a lot of good ideas like that that yeah, that can be. We, you know, thank you, Austin. You talk about a village. So back when a tribe or a community or a village raised you, you had that circle of life going. Yeah. From the oldest to the youngest. Yeah, that's right. You know. That's true. I think we can find it. I'm an optimist, though. What is the? Uh, you said you wrote a book. I wrote a book. Yeah. Did you say Corbin and Cruz? Or something like that. No, 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 he wrote, wrote a, a letter. letter to, those are uh, representatives. Ted Cruz. John Ted Cornyn. Cruz, John oh, Cornyn and Cruz. Cruz. I was like, it's Corbin like and Fast Cruz. and Furious. Cornyn okay. and yeah. Cruz. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, it's, a, it's a cartoon strip. I'm back. And by the way, I didn't even get a. Beetle. I didn't even get a staffer write me back say thanks for your input or anything. So from, nothing from either one. Did you copy anybody? Zero. Was it was it really poorly written? <laughs> Did you, Did you use have punctuation? A, a bunch of spelling mistakes. Was it an email or a document? <laughs> it was a 200-word 
you have to communicate to them through a pre-populated field. Well, you shouldn't be that proud. You should you should share it. I think uh, I think that if shared with enough folks, I just want better understanding. We can yeah. solve little things at a time. Little wins add up. If one of those is, it just happens to be way more relevant than two years ago when I wrote it. Thought that's funny, but that would be a great start to start taking the edge. Well, off if you don't people. mind and you're not too proud or shy, I'd love to read it. Okay. You know, forward it on, learn it, teach it. Yeah. You know, if it makes sense, there's no reason. I love to mentor. Yeah. I enjoy uh, teaching, you know, kids and talking to them. And I've done some volunteer work and I enjoy it. I feel good. It makes me feel good. We talk about things that make me happy. Yeah, that makes me happy. I like being uh, a fatherly person towards kids and stuff. Awesome. Hey, Austin. We need more of that. Completely separate thing, but pull up the mugshot for Gerald Kohler. Your your picture triggered a memory. Sorry, that was a hard segue. <laughs> hard segue. Gerald Kohler. Yes, G-E-R-A. While you're doing that, let me close out that previous topic with a, a cool one. So there was a, uh, a black jogger who was uh, stopped by police, kind of kind of like the story you described where they all kind of drew guns and stuff. It was kind of a, it was an abrasive, uh, you know, not arrest, but uh, detaining. It scared him. He was worried. He was recording uh, because he fit the description of uh, a burglary suspect. And so they were apparently told him over and over again, you're not being arrested. You're simply being detained until we can confirm that you're not the person that blah, 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 blah. And he completely complied. He was scared as shit, but he was completely complied in everything. And then after the whole thing was done, the officers thanked him for complying, thanked him for, uh, you know, just his professionalism or whatever. And they offered him a job at the sheriff's department. Yeah, we need more of those stories. And that's don't we news and media and. The soundbite and the got to grab attention, so it's hyperbole and drama. They were so appreciative yeah. of of him complying in a very tense situation, doing their jobs, right? Doing their jobs, trying to find somebody who who fit the description of a of a of a burglary, a burglar, you know, burglar. Anyway, yeah, they offered him a job. I thought that was cool. Hey, um, a little bit off the subject uh, with comp- the girl Sophia. Um, yeah, weird deal. What what is the the verdict on this? I don't What's know. The I, haven't, I haven't heard anything new. Have you heard anything about this? All right, this is a nine year old girl that lives in Frisco. She apparently uh, recorded. She Look is she she recorded herself. Is that the reason why you want to pull this up? You want to see yes. his fucking pear shaped head? What is this? What, why, what are we looking at here? <laughs> That's it, an Antifa guy that just got arrested. He's got a, he's got a moose knuckle head. <laughs> it's like some fat bitch's twat just sitting up there. Well, okay. <laughs> Well, um, he just mark the time. <laughs> mark the time on. Mark that. the time. Well, he just sure. he just pulled can't say twat. <laughs> twat, you say? What? <laughs> twat. I can't say huge no. butt plug. All right, time stamp this one. Twat. I can't hear you. I have an ear infection. <laughs> oh, 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 I'll figure it out later. Oh, oh my Actually, God. Actually, don't edit that. That was perfect. Everybody needs to hear that. Yes, it was like uh, Carlin. Right? God, did you see those other people? Austin minimized that. <laughs> I can't hear you. You can't spell it right. Oh, you gotta spell it right. Oh my right. God, look at that! The whole fucking list. That's a lot of lot of edits. Yeah, those are all Antifa people that have been arrested recently. Yeah. Anyway, the big head that he showed earlier made me think of that guy. It looks like uh, Megamind from some cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Look at that thing. Anyway. What? 
Okay. Something with the medulla oblongata, yeah, maybe. He's or? got something working. Maybe he's got uh, lots of brain folds. Maybe he's riding on the back of a motorcycle and got hit in the head or something. And what's so, what's so frustrating to the Portland police, they see these people every single yep. night. They arrest them and they, and they catch and release. Go. And they're starting to all know each other now. Like a <laughs> Nice. There we go. Oh, that's him. Right. That's, that's great. So what are we... Uh, I, I thought... At, yeah, they're not. They're still releasing them. But the, aren't the police getting... Uh, they're having the ability to ex- extinguish the, the riots now? I mean, they're starting to say... Well, they're getting tired of it, dude. It's been over 100 days. Well, what, what's happening is... Well, the latest... In, 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 it's starting to spread. So now Rochester, New York. Have you seen that footage? No. Yep. That's my hometown and where they threw the... They forced people out of the tables and yeah. threw the tables and chairs on people that were dining. Yep. That is ridiculous. Oh, and they, they, my and, 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 God. Some fat bitch got into one of some old folks. T- old. Picked up the iced tea and they, she was like... And drank the iced tea right in front of them. Just like all attitudinal and everything. Yeah, I was like, oh, what, my God. What, what is that? That's that. That's Black Lives Matter. Yes, it was a Black Lives it's, Matter march. Is what it was. It's worse. It's it. It's you, out of control. You realize it's chaos. It's you re- anarchy. You realize the civil rights icons of like the '60s would be so disappointed and embarrassed by these people. Yeah, and they were black. It's completely non-civil. They're, I mean, they're white and black people, but I know. Just, I, I don't. I don't get. I don't get it. I don't believe that's their cause. That's the reason why. If you, if you, if that's not the cause, Black Lives Matter, and that they're no. simply there because George Soros is writing a big fat check, oh, and everyone is stirring up is shit, getting lubed up, and he's paying for all these fancy blue tents that they're living in right now. Yeah, they're stirring up shit, man. That's all. The, that's all they want to do. Make the. They want to create unrest every night until the election. Which <laughs> the Dems are trying to turn it to make it sound like it's Trump's fault. That's right. Trying. I don't know if they'll succeed. Yeah, they're saying it's, he's the reason he's created the climate and the culture and and the, all the, everything right. that's leading to. I don't know how they can say that. I mean, because if if Trump had his way, he would have the the place would be impregnable. I mean, he would have a fortress. He yeah, would have I, the army there. But that's the whole point. That's what they're fighting back against. They're, they're claiming that we're one we're one step away from martial, you know, Trump's martial law. But that's yeah. blah, not blah, true. Blah. I know that. It's but not true. You have to understand. This is what they're being fed. It's give and take. You know, I think the mayors and and the mayors need to step up. I mean, I I cannot believe that they're allowing this to happen to their citizens. Well, there. I mean, I mean it's, it's a well, shame. The, on well, them. it's because the, a lot of these mayors are telling the police to stand down. That's right. I don't. And, and I, I think. I think. What is the incentive by doing that? Keep your job. They want the unrest. Yeah. But for what? To make to, Trump look bad. To yes. get Trump out of office, dude. This is yes. all about getting Trump out of office. This is a. It's despicable. It, it's that's great. It's, it is despicable. It's just. It's and outrageous. You, and you know what? Uh, now it's creating a rise of citizen <laughs> militias. And yeah. if there's going to be more and more of the of the Kyle Rottenberry or whatever his name is, uh, the the guy that you know in self defense shot those two other Antifa guys that were beating him up. Yeah, he'll get off. What's the latest with him? I think he will. Rittenhouse. He'll get off. He, he's got some ace uh, lawyers that are that are working for him right now. And there's video footage. I know. Uh, he's exonerated. He's exonerated. Hundred percent self defense. I agree. A hundred percent. They were coming after him before he took a shot. I know. Before right. he took a shot, they were coming after him. And you know what? Thank God it was that seven. If it would have been me, it's hard to say. I, I, it's hard to say, but I, th- I would have killed a lot more. 
So it's kind of I'm kind of glad I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what, I could be in jail right and, now. But that's exactly what they're trying to avoid. They don't want these situations to where you know so citizen militias feel like they have to defend. Yeah. I mean, do you have family there right now? Yep. You know, I mean, what are they thinking? I mean, they're at home right now. Are they going to be marching up the God bless the street? Are they armed? No. So, I mean, what are they going to do to defend is themselves? It, is it uh, relegated to the downtown area yeah, though, yeah. where they're I doing mean, this stuff? Same kind of thing. It's the same like Dallas to yeah. Frisco right. where they're at. but It's scary because you don't know where it's going to start. You don't, you don't know where these guys are going to travel to to make their point. Well, you they, know? they could bust them in is what happens. Man, I'm just... Well, they're also very connected on uh, Twitter. There's... And... Um, what, like private accounts? No, not even private Oops. accounts. Because we're going to meet at this place. Bam, yeah, I've seen them. Right? 100%. I've seen them because... I, I, don't, I don't watch Twitter. I, I, I purposely I've, don't. That's how, the, too upset. that's how the police are, are tracking them and, yeah. and are there before they get there. They say 4 o'clock at so-and-so. Be there. Be ready or whatever. You know, wear your stuff. Right? And uh, and and the uh, the new thing is that they're anti press now because what's happening are all these videographers are videoing it and that's how the federal are getting arrested are getting arrested. You know that was one thing I was going to ask because there are there are so many cameras out there mm-hmm. and their their biggest thing is kind of like you know no don't film me don't film me but there are so many cameras out there but yet we're not seeing any fantastic footage. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, that's because they are wanting to film it for, for <clears throat> their cause and put it on their feeds to say, look what the police are doing and look is what it, we're doing. But is the it problem is, like some are, of it is, yes. I, I mean, we've got to have some sort of somebody down there. Some, we we got to have our own pure people down there that are filming it and getting some face recognition. That's what's happening. Uh, things set up. That's we're why starting I, to get these people. Well, there. there are. And that's one of the people that I, I, I just started following them. And uh, he's the one who posted some of this stuff, and he posts a lot of footage. Um, you know what I think? Of this. Well, just uh, like this. Well, I don't the, think. I'm hoping. I, I'm hoping that towards like you know, and this isn't because I'm thinking that right before Trump uh, gets reelected, or right before the the November happens, and maybe the the first of October ish, that maybe some something's gonna come out. Something's gonna come out where we're gonna find out where the the the, the money trail is coming from. The, the paper trail for the money that's paying yeah. all these guys that get on planes to travel from point A to point B because they've got some sort of, you know, some police officer just shot uh, another black guy, and it's in this community, and boom, we'll dispatch you they're, know, they're 50 there, people down there. They're there within uh, two or three days, the, the big group of them. Yeah. You know? and so what's the ask in the protest? What, what's the end game? I don't think there Unrest. is Unrest. Yeah. It's just unrest per- I think in perpetuity. I, I think it to get Trump out of and office. And then when a Democrat wins, the funding will stop. It goes away. And then it goes away. Overnight. I think it does. Okay. Overnight. No, I, well, okay, there, there's more to it, though. I mean, the, remember, these are, these are, are, and this is the oxymoron of the whole thing. You know, aren't, aren't traditionally Republicans anti-federalists wanting less government? Yes. In general, and conservatives these in general are, are. There are big government Republicans, though. That, but the, the very nature of a Federalist is they want more government. But yet these guys are fighting because they want less government. So no, it no, just no. doesn't make sense. Yeah, they, they want they want a strong, centralized, utopian government that will force down everybody's throats. The green and the this and the that. 
I mean, so it's it's it's, it's not communism, about, right? They want they want big government that will that will force what they want. Correct. They are against yeah. any government that is against what they want. No. But what they don't understand is when you advocate for a, a hugely overpowerful central government, you give up your freedoms, we, and we, bad things happen. We we hit this last week, and and I'm still I I still don't have the answer for it. I don't, we may never get the answer for it, but I don't understand why they're not labeled a domestic terrorist group. I think we're headed there, and well, they need to be headed there after the first week. The problem is, it's not. Um, I don't think. To be labeled a terrorist organization, there has to be some sort of organization. They are organizing on Twitter. Well, yes and no, right? It's hard to... So, so then you get in some serious gray area. Anybody who is protesting violently suddenly gets labeled right. as a terrorist. You know, I don't want to be this left-wing, right-wing thing and, and, and pick, about, pick on Republicans and pick on Democrats, but for some reason... I feel as if the tables were turned and that was a, a right-wing group out there causing the same shenanigans, shit would be hitting the fan. Huge. And the, the God, we would have foreign... <laughs> they, would, they would annihilate it. It would be exterminated. Yeah, you mean like in Portland or Seattle? Yeah, none of that shit would exist. If it was... If it I, were, if I, it I was don't want to throw stones, man. That's not my angle. But I just, I just feel that because... It supports kind of the left's agenda that they're doing less about it. I totally agree. You know, that's a burden of, of position too. I mean, actually, I was in a conversation with a strong Democratic person the other week, and they made a really good point. Actually, they said, "Why, why when I exchange with Republicans, they get so mad and defensive?" And I said. Well, why do you think? So I flipped back. They said, well, because they don't want anything to change. That got my mind spinning into an interesting theory. Someone's always going to be in a position of power or influence in any organization. You're going to have a little bit more than someone else. And if the... I'll take a stretch here. This is my part. Only me editorializing. If a lot of the Republican slant is capitalism, make what you can seize opportunity, pursue happiness, sure. which is the power rests in the self, and if you win the game, you're winning the game. People who aren't winning the game want to change the rules. Mm -hmm. And so the, the Democrats are constantly wanting the rules changed, and they're selling equality, and everyone's going to have the same. And the Republicans are saying, hey, we worked hard for positions of power and influence and privilege. We don't want to necessarily give those up willy-nilly. That's a tough bridge to Huge. to cross over and there's some real stuff in there not not all that's wrong that's the hard part is to yeah, say you're right that is a tough topic and that's the one i'm like so what's the ask right you approach it now there are tons of people who like to just get subsidized to go like jeff said be bad people mm -hmm. right like substitute teacher right it was always willie in the corner that like was the bad guy in class because we have a sub Right, so people are like, man, I can go just do unrest, but on my resume I can say I protested for a cause. Like, there's a lot of people with not good intentions participating in all sorts right. of things. And but you know, how do you talk real about people that says there's going to be no organization in the world that doesn't have some discrepancy in power? There's just not, and that's why when you said there's no such thing as utopia long term, I thought that's where you were going to go. Is there's no organization that has order that doesn't have certain degrees of influence and power. 
and you've got to be in certain positions to do that. And that's a that's a tough that's a tough one to navigate. I think your control. Well, I think your comment about Republicans being in power, but Republicans are not in power. Um, I don't know what that. I don't know what you mean by that. I think I what I mean is right or wrong. The association is that most people who have accumulated more of what they wanted America to be for them, so status, money, position, wealth, are probably slanting Republican because it's a you acquire you make of it what you make of it. I don't know if and I, I agree with that. And I think a lot of Democratic people are more of the. I don't have as much as the next guy. Now, I may not have worked as hard to get it, but I'd sure like more. Can't we all spread it out evenly? And I think what happens is that's, a right or wrong, I think that's a label that goes with, oh, well, Randy, you must be Republican because, you know, financially you like to keep all the stuff you get. I think that's I fair. I think there's some, some of that, and so there's a always, you don't want to spread it around, you want to keep it yourself kind of stigmas. That's where I think some of this gets bent. So, go ahead, Jeff. No, I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm conflicted with that because uh, I think that uh, that is the American way, right? This is America, and that's what America's built on. And I think what some of the messaging that's going around out there right now is they want to change the fabric of what that is. And I don't think it's a Republican or a Democrat because there's some extremely wealthy Democrats out there who don't want to give their money up and their power, right? Um, that's not just a Republican thing. I think it's Republican and Democrat. And if you if you are successful, you don't want to give it up, right? Right. Regardless of Democrat or Republican. So I don't, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think what the message that these people are trying to get or do is they're, they're trying to fundamentally change what America is. But why are they doing it? Because they don't have anything. Right, because they want more of it, and they don't like the rules of the but game. I, yeah, but I don't see that as a Republican or Democrat thing. I, th- I see that. But the people that are fighting for this, they associate themselves more with de- Democrat right. than Republican. That's what I'm, that, that's where I was headed, too. That's what I was saying is it's sticky. But why is that? Well, look, it's, that's, look if you were to, I mean, look at Lord of the Flies. I mean, uh, what a brilliant <laughs> book. You take a bunch of kids, all the adults mm. died, and we watch law be decided by right. juveniles. And we've got some kids voicing, or Animal Farm, any of that. There's some that are like, everything's equal. Everybody gets the same, whether you work hard or not. And then you've got other people going, hey, this guy's sitting around all day, and I'm fishing for 12 hours. And I'm catching 30 fish, and he eats three fish, and I eat three fish. That's a real human condition that you're right is at the fabric of what I love about America. Is think about how we've evolved from 300 years ago when we were part of England. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have noble blood, you could not do anything, right? You were destined to. You were capped in life. It's like a caste, right? And caste so, system, right? And so when when we came over here, we're like that. No way, man. Surf. You could be anybody, mm-hmm. any blood. Right. You can. Ro- so okay, so we evolved on that one. Now we got some more to do. But yeah, that's a that's a human issue all the way. There's the there's the those two types of polarized personalities of how you approach life is is tough to navigate. I, I also think it's it's the Democrats have themselves in a pickle because for years you had socialism, you had Democrats, and you had Republicans. Like Bernie Sanders, he's not a re- 
member of the Democratic Party. Correct. But now it seems like the Democrat Party is getting hijacked by the socialists, mm-hmm. which is a different mindset altogether. Correct. The, the Democrats of even 40 years ago is not what we have today. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden was part of that 40 years ago, by the way. Yeah, and, you know, you know, you always hear, you know. That's uh, crazy, too, to think about that. I know. And uh, JFK, you hear today, would be nothing. Or the, he, he, he's not part of what the Democrat Party is today. Not even close. And uh, I think that's. Some of the message I want to get to is I think the Democrat Party has been been hijacked by this message, and a lot of it's Bernie and his bros. Well, Trump Trump isn't necessarily a Republican either. I mean, the Republican Party has taken him on, but he's right. not a Republican. No, he's, he's not. more of an independent in the center kind. And I just think the rules of engagement have completely changed. It needs a reboot, and I think. Um, they need to come up with a set of rules, hold on, a set of definitions of what is, and start posing the questions. What do we want from our government? Do we want this? And maybe don't call them Democrats, maybe take away the, 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 the donkey, take away the elephant, and just start redefining uh, the definitions of what we're at, where, we, where we're going. Nobody the, wants to be uh, a communist country. But bring, the, bring the Whigs back. Dude, look, there is um, <laughs> nice. There, there are folks out there, and there's a lot of them that agree that uh, the communism should be the way to go. There's a lot of them out there. It, what was yeah, the it, foundation of that belief? Yes, why Ignorance do they believe that? Is the well, only thing I can say. Well, who's teaching them that? Though? Exactly. Or who's teaching them? Yeah, 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 but, yeah, but hold on. It's all. It's all in how you frame it, right? If you say, "What is the role of government?" Do you believe that the government should be uh, strong, powerful, and, and have the ability to make life fair for everyone? Uh, make it so that you know the wealthy can give a bigger part of their share and, and wealth, you know, redistribution. Yeah. You know, if you phrase it like that, people can go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you want to be a communist country? Well, They'll go, oh hell no. There's a because they associate communism with a totalitarian state, right? Uh, right, dumb Where it down even more. They they associate it with Russia. Well, I mean, that's, exactly. That's the only media education they have. That's right. And what that is is a extremely strong, powerful central government that controls the lives of everyone because they make the decisions on what is equality. Right. Equality in food, equality in money, and equality equality healthcare. But they don't. They don't know that. They, All they're thinking about is the equal distribution. And that's the danger. That's the danger of socialism. That's the danger of of, so, of of any large, centralized, powerful government that that is empowered and actually even more, not only empowered but uh, leaned upon to to answer those questions for all of us, because bad things happen. Human nature takes over. Power becomes corrupt, right? Yep. And then from that point on, when you when, as soon as you give up your individual rights, right? To to for the state, for the cause, for the the broader goal, for the green utopia. What you can call it whatever you want. But as soon as you give up your individual rights, states' rights, individual rights, whatever, to a central power, it's gonna go bad. And we do not learn from history. No, yeah. Well that's that's a fact. You know, there's uh to chime that in on that 
the 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 folks I was uh, talking about specifically, um, I've met groups of people. Um, there were some guys that worked for me. My um, they were performers, uh, musicians, and they would they do DJ work for me karaoke, and they perform some live shows, doing some stuff. All of them were going to school and uh, UNT, and uh, they're fantastic performers. However, they're brainwashed. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to I had to delete them off of Facebook because it was, it was cr- it was creating anxiety for me because toxic. every time I'd see it, I'm just like it's toxic. Absolutely. And when I would chime in, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's not true." All of a sudden, you'd have 14 people avalanche come of hate. out of the woodwork and just start spouting off horrible stuff. Avalanche of hate. You know, and it, it just like nothing that was even relative to the conversation. Right. And I just I got rid of it, and but the, that's the group. Yeah. Uh, there's some people up at filtered, uh, filtered, and they're the same way. They're educated, uh, but they just got done with with school. It's it. I think the school systems are teaching it completely. College, colleges, colleges for hey, sure. Hey, I'll admit, when I graduated, I was a Clinton voter because I was a young kid graduate mm-hmm. with no assets. Right. And the idea of well, no experience spread, or anything, and, and the and no. the idea of spreading it around and see, helping other people out. I grew like, up poor and I graduated poor. Seemed like the right so thing I'm to like, do. Shit, I could use a little help. And I didn't have any malice towards anybody. I'm like, that yeah. sounds decent to me. Well, at least sure. you knew the difference. Yeah. Okay. Fair. And then now, you know, older I get. Yeah. Right. I, I got a lot of things. So I'm like, well, that's that's you know everybody. That's kinda, typically the progress, you know, right? Yeah. I mean, you have the holdouts and you have the old Democrats, but that's typically the progress. The the young college educated folks when they come out of school, now they have a shitload of debt. They're like, How am I gonna get out of this? That's why they want free college. Mm-hmm. And once they get out of that and they start making their money, now it's like, I don't want to give any of this away. Right. I've worked and hard to get this. Based on individual merit and accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. They know they worked hard for that. You know, I, I it change I, it changes the mental psyche. I saw a fascinating video of I can't remember who was going around asking the questions of college students and the question was about socialism and about you know he would, he would first ask about you know is it okay to you know take money from a rich person to spread to the less fortunate well, yeah that's great that's great that's great okay so let's talk about let's let's translate that into your school so you're getting a 4.0 and there's someone down here getting a 2.0. Well, you have more than enough. Can you give some of your grade point to someone getting a 2 point to get them up to a 3 point? Yeah, why not? And they're like, well, no, I worked hard for that. I studied. This person down here didn't study. So they, I'm not they willing. They smoked dope all day. I'm not willing to give any of that up. Well, you just said it was okay for someone to give money that they worked hard for. It's a great analogy. And they were just like, you see the light bulb go off. So right? why, why don't we have a series done by responsible people, and it's, it's a dozen hour-long things about investigating a socialist government, investigating a communist government, and outline these things so people could actually watch this stuff and know what the heck it would mean in reality. And make an intelligent And educate decision. people instead of soundbite people. Yeah, I, I just read a study, I don't know if it was by Microsoft or a university, that said the attention span— of U.S. citizens has gone from 12 seconds to 8 seconds since 2000. 
So in 20 years, we've lost 33% of our attention span. Smartphone, yeah, you're right. And like we, we, we won't, like you said, it's just easier to brainwash soundbite parrot. Yeah. Right? Read three words of the 100 word article or come to a conclusion and everybody soundbite and tweets each other and not does, no one does this and talk and have a, have a conversation and they're lost. And yeah. I think anyone who's, who doesn't know how to swim, who's in the ocean, is scared. And if you're not educated, you're swimming, you're in an ocean and you don't know how to swim. You don't have the tools. Yep. And so that's why they're all brainwashed thinking, you know, Stalin's going to throw me a life raft or something. Well, I mean, I mean that's, that's kind of what they're saying, that the black, uh, the black population is dependent on the Democratic Party because they have, in, in essence, brainwashed them for decades and decades saying, uh, you know, you can trust us. Uh, you're you're not gonna get you're not gonna get this this help from anybody else. You're not gonna get him from the Republicans. You're not you, you you this party is the party that's gonna help you. But they don't better and they don't. They no. don't better they, them. All they do is get their votes and stay in power. Well, and that's why if, if if the Democrats win in November, um, one thing that'll be interesting is two years after that, are are those people's lives better? Are they materially different? Right. And, and that's hopefully the, they're smart enough to analyze that and quantify that and come to their own conclusion. And you know what? In Trump's case, their lives were better. Yeah. You Mine know? was worse than the wallet, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, yeah, possibly. But the, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, the, the black community being Democrat. They're not all of them, of course, but a lot of them, their lives were better. Yeah. Right. From low unemployment, low all unemployment, that kind of stuff. A lot of the things, higher wages, the uh, the uh, job growth, yeah. Historically, black colleges. What do they call them, the HBCs or something like that? Um, you know, he did a lot. He did a lot of a jail reform and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, there's a lot out there that's improved a big segment of this uh, society. That um, we'll have to see what happens in well, November. So here's here's the problem we've talked about a little bit too. You've got two work coworkers, well, A and B. Both of them get the exact same result at the end of the job of a project. Yeah, they both do the same job. One's kind of an asshole through it, and one is nice to work with. Right. Who do you pick to work with moving forward? And that's where Trump just hasn't helped himself. I mean, just yeah. you just don't, don't have I to don't be. You, you, that, you're yeah. getting great results, but you, the way no, you got there. Come on, man. Yep. Well, yeah. but uh, I agree. Will, I think we all agree that yeah, with this. he yeah. needs to he needs to tone it back. He he never will though. Well, this but analogy he needs to tone it back. is uh, uh, I know this general contractor, and who's a complete asshole, complete asshole doesn't have good people skills. Point is, is that he does fantastic work. He does fantastic work, and uh, some of his clients are uh, they have their reservations. Uh, rehiring him to do the second part of their job. And uh, some of them they have, some of them they haven't, but I, I'll be frank with you. I mean, a lot of the times that uh, the the job, well, my point is he's an example too. Right. He, complete asshole. Uh, but, you know, I, I think for the sake of Donald Trump and what he does, I think that if he doesn't have a second, uh, it, it'll be, I don't want to say a catastrophe, but uh, all the things that Obama has done i believe trump has undone you know and i don't i don't have a list actually i would like to see a list uh if that's available of all the things that he has undone and i think that um it would be a crying shame 
to have the things that Trump started undone because he's pulling back the all the regulations that are holding down the small businesses in the United States that make us who we are. All, all businesses, but yeah. yeah. All businesses, but I, I think, well, all businesses, and bringing them back. And I just, I think it's right, even though it, uh, prior, prior conversations, Jeff, it, it directly impacts your company, and you, your company's feeling it with the, um, the tariffs that are apply, applied. But at the same time, I think in the long run, it's going to make our country even better because you, you just have to prepare for it. If you get used to not having to pay shit, you know, that's they get used to that. So, you know, we could just do away with tariffs. And then the big reply is, or the response is, whoa, easy now. No, we could, no, 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 really, we can get rid of tariffs. Let's just get rid of it for everybody. Let's just get rid of all the tariffs. We'll pay the actual uh, stamp, uh, the postage stamp on getting it from point A to point B, and we'll just get rid of the tariffs. And, oh, they want to do that. So, well, you got to ask yourself why. Somebody's making money. Yeah. You know, it's just it only makes sense for everyone to make money. If they're going to do it, be fair. I think I went on a rant about tariffs. <laughs> it's kind of cloudy. Yeah, on between you and him bobbing in the fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you mentioned it. Anyway, that yeah. was that was a bourbon infused. Yeah. But rant. you know what? But rightfully so, though. You you said a lot of things that were, that were true. I mean, for your specific company, uh, when you order three million dollars worth of parts, and you 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 have to pay the tariffs to cu- have it get come in, and then they don't want it, you have to pay for it to go back out. Yep. I mean, come on, that's not worth it. And to me, uh, that sounds like a mismanagement on the contractual terms that you're you're. No, it, it's doing. it's called no, not the bosses. It's called the OEM uh, understanding it, and they're bypassing the U.S. to ship straight to Canada from Hong Kong. Are they just driving it over on a on a bus? No, they're no. It's going either by boat or by plane. So it leaves Hong Kong and it goes into Canada. Yeah, it doesn't so, touch U.S., so it doesn't incur a tariff. Yeah, so Canada so when, sells so it to when, us. No, I have customers in Canada. Hey, before we end this halftime program, I, I wanted to do a little follow-up on the whole uh, education thing where we're talking about the... Uh, oh, that's better now. It's a little Thank better you. now. You know, the, uh, uh, how the, the college was um, traditionally, uh, traditionally leaning kids to the left when they're coming out. And uh, I brought up uh, one movie specifically because it's St. Elmo's Fire. You guys watched that movie? Great. I thought it was going to be Rodney Dangerfield, Back Great. to School. No, that was funny too. But <laughs> no, saying almost fire for whatever. It's got all kinds of drama. It in the the cast is uh, Milo Estevez, Rob Lowe, Good Andrew Demi McCarthy, Moore. Demi, Demi Moore, Demi yeah. very Moore, young yeah. Demi Moore, very very young, Judd Nelson, blah 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 blah. So at the very end of the movie, they they have all their drama. It's a great movie. At the end of it, um, Judd Nelson, who was working for a Democrat's office the whole time, he's like, you know what, guys, I I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm going to be a Republican. I think I, I understand too much what's going on, and I, I'm going to be a Republican. Really? Yeah. That's the very last thing. Is that like 1986? When is that? Uh, I believe so. 85. 85. Sorry. Oh, that would, be, by a year. that would be during Reagan. Yeah. yeah. Re- just, Reagan was, it was huge a sign of the times, for man. the Republican Party. Yeah. He was very popular. He made a lot of sense, very practical. He could communicate the, the, the tenets of the Republican platform. It, he made it make he made it make sense. He had a, a tremendous amount of uh, charisma. 
Yeah. You know, there's and he, some. Said, he said the bombing will commence in five minutes. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Did you ever hear that? No. What? Did you ever hear that? What are you talking he was on, about? He, he was on a radio program, and they were at break, and he thought the microphones were dead. And he was joking, and he said, <laughs> I don't know if he called out Russia specifically. He said, "He said I don't know. I don't know if he said Gorbachev or something. He goes, the bombings will commence in five minutes. And uh, somebody around the planet <laughs> shit themselves. Yeah. yeah, hot, hot mic, hot mic moment. Yeah, it was a hot mic moment, <laughs> definitely. So a really, a, a really creative guy could score a lot of chicks with that sound. But dude, this our last night. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know the asteroid hitting tomorrow, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't hear about we that? only have tonight. We, really? Yeah. yeah. You know what? And I want my last day on Earth to be with you. Right. Boom. Close Dude. Reagan, the ultimate wingman. Speaking of, Sean, <laughs> Sean's nude. God. Speaking yeah. of, all right, put your pants back on. Halftime. Yeah, we're going to go downstairs and we're going to sample a bourbon and come back up. Maybe a vodka. I don't know.